the fantastic city here is part of the Bill Ruddy experience, which is the Sawdust uh, Festival of Rugby. You must be absolutely ecstatic uh, with the way it's worked. You're trying to get all of us to become two-headed and uh, support the Reds, but uh, it's just been absolutely brilliant the way you put it all together, man. But it's, it is fantastic. I was speaking to Kevin Gallagher, the CEO of Santos, before. I mean, it takes an enormous effort to bring this together. But look, look where we are. Narrabri, you know, we're, we're an hour out from the game. We've got a band playing. We've got young families in the in the stands, kids running around in the park. It's brilliant. This is this is what rugby's about. And it's great to see that Eddie Ellis is in New South Wales. are actually down there at the inflatable footy field giving away a bunch of footies and encouraging young kids to play for the Warriors' house. And that's the most important thing we've got to get out of this experience. But let's talk a little bit about uh, the experience this year for the Reds. Of course, you want to become a member of the St George Bank Queensland Reds. You can find your way through to reds.rugby and become a member. Be part of the experience at Lang Park. And also, of course, it's great to have these great corporate supporters, such as St George Bank, jumping back on board. You've also got Santos. You've also got West Point Auto. And it's just one of those things where they're jumping on board while they're the product is cheap because for Queensland over the next three or four years it should be just some really great times. Oh, we've worked hard. Look, that's the plan. I mean, five years in the making, we had a, a really uh, strong moment when the National Academies got disbanded. We invested back into our academy structures and our club system and, you know, we worked hard on those young players that are now, you know, wallabies. So it takes five years and we've worked hard for that, but it's it's time now. It's time to win. I mean, we, we you know, we talk about going one better. We're not shying away from it, but, you know, we, we're, not, we're not building. We're, we're here, we're now, we want to win and it starts today starts at this match. Good behaviours, good habits will build in the pre-season and then we want to go on and win the thing. So, okay, Hospitals Cup of course, you've been part of the East experience you know what it's like to hold up the trophy as a coach. Of course, Paddy Richards did most of the heavy lifting but um, it's just great for you six premierships at East, Ben Mullen coming home, uh, you know, the old sort of uh, Dave Wilson over, it must have been just a fantastic time and no conspiracy theories of any preferential treatment for the Tigers. Of course not, mate. Always wear the QAU cap but no, look, mate, it's good. I reckon club rugby you know, to, be, to, to give credit to our clubs over the last decade, I mean, they've just gone from strength to strength. They get no funding. Uh, they've had to build their own revenue streams. They run great. They got they run great community events. Um, but they perform well on the field. But the success of the Reds, and I say to the clubs, is credit to the clubs. And, and they can see 90% of our Reds players are from the clubs and have been developed by the clubs. So our success is their success, and, and you know we want them to know that. That's important for us. So I think Hospital Cups in a great place. And it's on broadcast with Stan and Nine. Credit to the clubs to build it to that point where now we're actually on you know free to air end subscription and. It's through their hard work. Well, it's you blokes too with Source and putting that extra money in QRU, going through YouTube and putting those four games on simultaneously for the last three or four years, and hopefully you get some fat out of it, not only with the coverage, but also some bread on the way through and the exposure with sponsors paying more money for you, your front of the shirts maybe, front more for the tags, and so, all that sort of stuff that we need to see club rugby because we don't have the NRC. Country rugby is what it's all about as well. Tell us a little bit about these individual areas because we've really hung it for Townsville, Darling Downs, Sunshine Coast of all the pin here and there, and you've got the Bond University that covers Gold Coast. Just those first three are really important for what we're looking at because they're big growth areas, but also, of course, here, yeah, Townsville's got this fresh new stadium as well. Oh, mate, they're all important markets, but if I start with Townsville, I mean, brand new stadium for me, you know, I'm, I'm sort of pretty bold in saying that the Red, as of next year, we want to be playing at least one game there for our Super Rugby season, and, you know, we want to be getting more Wallaby content there. We're, we actually had 
uh, last year the Fijian Wallaby Test there, but yeah. COVID stopped that. But mate, it's a beautiful place of the world. It's you know it's an important market for rugby, and you know we can we can take a real strength. Yeah, what a lot of people don't know about Townsville is there's more people playing rugby union in Townsville at a, at a community level than league, and that's a, and that's an important stat to get out there. But it's an important market as is Toowoomba. I mean, I said the other day to you that you know it's got one of the best pathways for women's sevens players in the country. Yeah. It's produced enormous talent. We've got Timmy Horan here on MC duties. He's a product of uh, you know Downlands College, Garrick Morgan, you know Jason Little, Brent Robinson. The list goes on. You know uh, Mac Greeley and our squad comes out of Downlands College as a young fella. So it's an important important pathway for us for men and women. And Gold Coast and Sunny Coast, well they've always been strong. So I you know Gold Coast rugby spent a lot of time getting. Their, uh, their backyard in order around their own sort of financial security and they're, they're, they're doing a good job so country rugby strong mate, and I think we've, we've got a chance to go to the next level that's what we're focused on got to talk about the realm officers because there's been a bit of criticism of lack of realm officers you can give us the mail how many realm officers do we have for Queensland and how we can get out and support those guys because St George have jumped back on board as we said you've got uh, rookies to read so you can go through the website there uh, rookies2reads.com.au if you want to be part of that experience get in touch with our development officers because as you see here it's been fantastic the Reds are giving us a free kick all those free footies for New South Wales kids but there'll be a hunger for that sort of stuff in Townsville or Toowoomba or whatever or even within Brisbane you know as we get things moving and get the new TV deal done and people get their head around about as well yeah oh, look mate the DOs I, I mean I can speak first hand I was a DO 16 years ago uh, for Queensland Rugby and they're key and I think I mean we spent our time last year asking the regions what is it they want the number one thing that came back is they wanted coach development and you know that's an important part of the development officer's role so we've got uh, five staff spread out through and then we've got two staff that will rotate with coach development across the, across the state so I mean, for us that's going to be number one and then you know obviously we'll continue our connection with the Reds to Regions like we did a couple of weeks ago and then just providing that pathway for you know talented young players and senior players for men and women across the board so you know, that's where we focus in on, but I can tell you the first thing was asking our sub-unions, what do you want, rather than trying to tell them what they think they need, let's ask them what they want. Well, you missed out, of course, with the Downs, with the Magnificent Switches, Denny, and of course, uh, Emily Cherry, who we have our trophy named after in the Wagner Premiership experience. Where do you see that market in sevens, tens, fifteens moving forward? Because you've just missed the prize, as far as winning the Corp to Super W. Yeah. How do you see that as a CEO? Is it sort of like, we've got lots of these girls playing sevens and they'll move into fifteens, or... It's just two separate uh, shows all, all together. Look, I think the unique thing is they are separate and they've got their own pathways and opportunities. Sevens to Com Games Olympics. Deans has got the professional pathway, which, we, which we're well aware of. But I do have a, a view that in women, particularly sevens and fifteens, there's a lot of crossover. And, and I think if you look at a lot of the players at a, at a Super W level, they can play sevens and fifteens. When they make the choice to go to the next level, then they probably have to stick to their knitting a little bit because, you know, sevens is a particular body shape. But um, I'm, I'm, I've got a view that we should be we should be cross-pollinating those squads and at a, at a QIU level, having our own women's academy that can be multifunctional across both. I think for the men's, it's more difficult. It's an established program. You know, you've got the professional pathway, so it's very hard to jump across both. And it's, it's been tried at a professional level to send a 15s player to sevens before an Olympics to get success. It, it takes time. So... Yeah, and of course, uh, finally we've got to mention, NRC, we had two teams 
that have now been successful from the point of view they've won the titles. How do you see that from a Queensland point of view? Has it been beneficial? Has it been a bit disappointing or club rugby will pick up the slack? Or are we looking to do something like Steve Thornton came up with 20 years ago when you had a try series? Or those teams like the New Zealand played in pre-season before we uh, had, um, you know, before we had the end of the season, which was another sort of radical thing the Reds seem to go out and do since the likes of Lynn Crowley back in the day. You know, all the visionaries are in Queensland and, you know, New South Wales are sort of stuck in the mud. Look, <laughs> I'll answer the question, but uh, I won't comment on that. But look, I think if I go to the NRC, we took it very seriously. And we, we, from the beginning, decided that we wanted to go with two representative brands, being Queensland Country and Brisbane City. We did our best to try and allocate players to that. And we, the, the reason for that is that we wanted to demonstrate the strength of country rugby, as well as the strength of city rugby. Mate, we got great pay out of it. If you speak to Brad Thorne about it, he's a huge fan of the NRC. He thought it was a great breeding ground. He reflected on his time in the, um, the NPC and what he had to do coming from league to union. That was his... That was his basically uh, entree back into rugby union as a, as a league player. So but a lot of the players that stand there today are all success that have come out of um, both Brisbane City and Queensland country's success over the last three years. So they always said it gave them the chance to play at that next level. I do think, though, we'll have to take up the slack with the Hospitals Cup and our clubs have the ability to, to sort of absorb that. But I don't think we should, we should neglect the fact that that next level of competition before you go to Super Rugby to prepare your players is really important. So I think I think we've got to find a solution in that. Um, if that's a national club comp or if that's you know a tour party that goes across to New Zealand and plays at a higher level, A programs or whatever, we do need to consider all those options. Well, of course, I want to thank Dave for his time. If you want to be part of the uh, St George Bank Queensland uh, Reds experience, head to the website there, redsrugby.com.au. Of course, you can become a season ticket holder, head out to Hank Park. But as young David has just told us, he's not going to move it to Townsville. But we're looking here to maybe do something at Clyde Burgover. But uh, for what I've been told, we may be heading for this wondrous experience to Rama next year. So, rightfully so. It'll be a bit of a trip, but uh, they're pretty spiky up there at the Equipment. So, looking forward to it. They deserve as much as what Narrabri has got, and they'll put on a massive day like Dolby did early last year. Good on you, mate. Appreciate all your support, and uh, go to St George Queensland Reds.